0: This is the Bourbon Bookshelf Podcast, where we cover books, beverages, and the general BS of the day. A few disclaimers, we are not literary experts, or experts in anything for that matter, and explicit content should be expected. I am your host, Barry Price, I hope you enjoy the show.
1: we're alive all right jared introduce yourself my name is jared i'm a houston Texas native now living in south carolina books i prefer to read i've been on on a big michael crichton kick here recently i don't know about y'all but his books really fascinate me but right now Drinking some bourbon right here. Y'all might know him as Evan Williams. Oh shit. <laughs> but that's all I got. What
0: do you like doing? Well, I like running? to
1: spend my I like to spend my time outdoors running, getting on a trail, trying to get prepped up for this ultra. So <laughs> spend a lot of time in the woods on trails. But uh yeah, like to fish. A little hunting every now and then. Anything outdoors for me. Yeah. John D. Well, my name is John. I live
2: in South Carolina right now. I'm originally from Texas. Uh, books I like to read. Mostly military history. Gotten to some Stephen King recently and always a fan of Cormac McCarthy. Uh, things I like to do. Play golf and learn new shit. And right now, I'm drinking Jimmy Russell's finest, Russell's Reserve, all the way from Lawrenceburg, (laughs) Kentucky, the Wild Turkey Distillery. All right. John will be our uh, bourbon critic week to week.
0: I'm Barry. I'm from Texas, still reside in Texas. I like to read uh, mostly fiction with a darker side to it and a lot of history as well. Uh, Tonight, I'm drinking Topo Chico due to poor planning. But uh, I like beer and bourbon.
2: You don't have any bourbon in your house?
0: So. No, I, I over-served myself last night, so I'm out of
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, the uh, book this week is one we've all read, No Country for Old Men by Cormac McCarthy. Uh, and the reason we chose that is our inaugural episode, is it's a favorite amongst the three of us, and... I figured it'd be a good, easy discussion. can discuss the movie and the audiobook as well. So, what are y'all's thoughts? John, you read it most recent.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's such a wonderful book. It's it's dark. It's got great characters in it. Uh, I'd like to go over a few things that stand out to me. Yeah. Um, So, originally... I had seen the movie before I read the book, long before I read the book, and it was a dark one, and I never understood why they just cut to the end of it. But I read the book a few years ago and reread it again tonight, or this week. One of my favorite parts of the book is when Carson Wells and Shakura are in the hotel room right before Wells meets his demise. He had, uh, before... A few days before, he had been in that lady's apartment. This isn't in the movie, but he found the lady that had been shot in the shootout, and no one had found her. And he points out that there's a bullet hole in the calendar three days hence. So a few days later, he meets Shigura in the, sorry, in the hotel room, and it's right before midnight, before that day that had the bullet through it and he realizes that he should have three minutes left to live, according to the foreshadowing before. But uh, Shiguro shoots him right then and there. No regard for the symbolism or anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Was the, Did the phone start ringing in the book, or is that just in the movie?
2: I don't... Hey, you listen to it ring... Yeah. Nope, wrong page, sorry. I don't think it did.
0: One of the one thing I'll say about about the book and the movie is it's probably the the best book to movie adaptation I have ever
1: absolutely that
0: I've been through. Uh, I can't speak for things like you know the large majority of them probably, but of the books I've read that have gone to this big screen, this is definitely the best transition between the two.
2: Yeah, they basically opened the book and wrote it from there.
0: Yeah, I mean the the dialogue in the movie is almost <laughs> word for word to the the dialogue
2: in the book. When I'm reading, the character's I, I great. That. Yeah, when I'm reading it, I have their voices in my head, especially uh, Carla Jean
1: right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when she's discussing bartering for her life. <laughs> One quote I liked it, from that passage i was just speaking about he's he's trying to pay him hey says it's still a good payday and shiguro responds with it is it's just the wrong currency right
1: (laughs) he wanted some blood yeah (laughs) and you know i it's funny you're saying barry that how it, it almost goes word for word on the uh on the uh with the movie? It, you know, I didn't really didn't notice that until I was listening to the audiobook. Previously, reading the book, probably five years ago, and I uh, had I had to, I had to uh, listen to the audio book. But it was funny because I was really able to see those characters listening to the audio book. It was really fascinating. I was really even though there was some dude trying to talk like a woman in the, in the audiobook <laughs> I was still able to you know really go off in the movie just because how perfect it really lined up it, it was really really good read. So you enjoyed and the audiobook experience I, I really did I mean the the, the female character voiceovers were, were kind of threw me off a little bit because it was a dude, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it, it was understandable. It was, it was uh, it was pretty funny though. I, I, I really enjoyed it, but it was how, like uh, how long of a listen was it? It was uh about seven hours, but I listened to it at one and a half speed. There you go, so, <laughs> getting it done. Yeah. but it was great. I mean, it, it was like even just like the book, you couldn't put down. I I couldn't stop the the audio
0: uh, it was it was pretty 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 awesome Good. Yeah, well I might have to give that give audiobooks consideration as we press on with this yeah for sure my favorite scene in the book uh, my second time reading it through was the was our first uh, introduction to Shiger. Well, not our first, where where he's in the jailhouse, but his first out in the wild when he stops sugar. in the uh, sugar <laughs> when he when he stops in the grocery store and giving that guy grief about inheriting the property. I think it's your first good look at uh, at his character and his mindset and attitude.
2: So you married into it,
0: yeah, Yeah. <laughs> <The friend-o. laughs> Then, uh, the other, another scene I like in the book and the movie is, uh, as you guys know, is the, when the sheriff and the deputy first come upon the, the drug circle, the killing floor and, uh, the uh, deputy says, "This sure is a mess, isn't it?" Sheriff, and the sheriff says, "If it ain't, it'll do till a mess gets here." <laughs> always, always enjoyed that line and used it, used it in the personal world. And the title
2: of this episode,
0: yep. <laughs> yeah, the inaugural right. episode. Man. So. I think it's uh, if you want to branch into reading Cormac McCarthy, that's the best place to start, probably. I've read all but two of his, and it's for sure the easiest Definitely. easiest read of all of them. Definitely. That is, one
1: hundred percent sure. Uh, if you want to go good.
0: to the
2: exact opposite end, do Blood Meridian. Yeah, I've tried to read that several times. It's it's probably the most traveled book in America comes with me on vacation every time I leave town. And I never read
1: it. I need to listen to it on audio. Yeah, that's not a bad idea,
2: actually.
0: I'm going to give that a try. I'm waiting for for Jocko to cover it still.
1: It's like one of his favorite books.
0: Yeah, he says it's the best writing since Shakespeare.
1: Dude, so here's one thing about this book that kind of I was kind of anticipating to come up again later it was when he returned the money to the guy who hired Wells No, what yeah he wouldn't kill the guy who hired Wells so. that's right he shot him in the throat but he returned the money to where the who the money belonged to he said I'll call you in two days time. I was waiting for that moment to pop up in the book, but it never did. Never does? And I was kind of disappointed about that. Huh. Is that because he got hit by the car? That could be Plan, it. That
2: could
0: very well changed. be it. <laughs> but, well,
1: never.
2: and if,
0: if, you've, if you've read the book, not to give out any spoilers, but spoilers should probably be anticipated on this show. Uh, it ends rather abruptly, so as does the
1: movie. Very much so. Maybe there'll be a sequel one day. what so I was kind of thinking, you know, maybe he left the door open right there for a
0: shoot for somebody another, else
1: for another book, but never got around to it.
0: Somebody else is gonna have to write it. He's like eighty-five or something.
1: <laughs> Dude, there's, he may not be around, but.
2: One thing that really stood out to me, too, is that he, he loves screwing with people right before he kills them. Yeah. Oh. Playing games uh, with them. Yeah. yeah. When he's talking to Carla Jean, he says, "After uh, it's not about knowing where you are. It's about thinking you got there without taking anything with you. Your notion's about starting over, or anybody's. You don't start over. That's what it's about. Every step you take is forever. You can't make it go away. None of it. You understand what I'm saying? Just and she's so like, she knew you was crazy when I saw you sitting there. Now, yeah. Yeah. You
0: gotta say it. You gotta say it like the audiobook man, right? I uh, man, he... one thing with me that I like with Cormac, not as not. It's not as prevalent in this book, but his, his, his uh, there is his vocabulary. was one word in here that I could not really ever get a definition of. It's the the barial B-A-R-R-I-A-L. Something and best I can tell it means like a valley or things like that. I'll point out something else I like, speaking of alleys. Uh, one thing I enjoy about this book is that it's set in the part of the world I live in, and more so than that is how well he pegs the, the people of this area just being spot on. And the movie the movie also does a good job of that. Uh, I think of the lady at the mobile home park office.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all the ladies, too, are like that. Uh, Carla Jean's mom. Yeah, they're all real, it's like, stubborn. <laughs> yeah, the hotel. Yeah. It's got two
0: double beds. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's pretty much spot on over there.
0: Let me find that other
1: word. The one sheriff. of my favorite quotes. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Barry. No, you go ahead. No, I was just going to say one of my favorite quotes in this book, when it comes near the end, um, he's talking in one of his. uh. I think he's talking to one of the de- one of the detectives at the end. He says, uh, "The good thing about getting old." He's talking with his uncle. He says, "The good thing about getting old is it doesn't last long." I just thought that was that was pretty funny and pretty fitting for the end of the book, right there. <laughs> but speaking of that
2: same topic too, uh, this was actually pointed out in the mediator podcast originally. At mm-hmm. the end, he's talking about a dream he had of his father riding the head of him in a snowstorm. He's talking about that horn of fire. And he's just sitting yeah. there and he's, he can see it glowing off in the distance. And he knows when he gets up there, there's going to be a warm fire with him, and showing that, saying that his father's going to be waiting for him when he passes. Yeah. On the other side.
0: yeah. <laughs> I actually, I wanted to bring that up too and, That uh, the way they talked about it on Meat Eater, uh, the horn and the fire is, or the fire and the horn, I guess, is how they used to transport their embers from location to location. Just a fun fact. Shout out to Meat Eater for (laughs) learning me up on on that one. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) one of the inspirations for this one.
2: This this whole this time around that I read it, and I've really never even s- gathered this from watching the movie. Every Christmas, it's a Christmas movie, by the way. Um, is that it? This note, this the title of No Country for Old Men, and he's kind of just dealing with his old age and how he can't handle it anymore. Yeah, the new he, the guy, new violence. <laughs> yeah, he had one quote in there where he was talking to some lady, and she was just wanted her granddaughter to be able to get an abortion. He said, I'm sure she will be able to, and she'll also be able to put you to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Not to get political, but.
0: Politics is not off limits. No, that's funny. (laughs)
1: What were you going to say, Barry, before I interrupted you? You don't remember?
0: I don't remember. Well,
1: that's all right. (laughs) I think
0: I was looking up the other word I wanted to point out. (laughs) Look, uh, the bahada, which I don't know what it means either. B-A-J-A-D-A. on it. A broad slope of alluvial material at the foot of an escarpment or mountain. Hmm. So there you go. Try to use it in a sentence at work tomorrow.
2: <laughs> was Is that where he was like hiding when he was getting shot at? Was no, hiding?
0: that's uh, yes, yeah. That was when uh, that was after he'd gone back out no, no, I'm sorry. This is right after he found the found the money, after he stumbled upon the, the scene.
1: Okay. Man, you throw that word around here, the people are going to think you made fun of them or something.
0: Right. <laughs> if I said it here, they'd tell me I said it wrong. <laughs> Which I'm certain I did. I think, you know, the book, the book's a pretty easy read, you know, it's probably about a seven hour read and the real simple, easy writing. One thing I wanted to uh, bring up was my uh, favorite negative Amazon comment that I found, (laughs) which I need to get. (laughs) <laughs> Give me a second to so get it pulled up here. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> what, uh... Hmm. Basically, it was yeah. about how narrow-minded... Cormac McCarthy is for here we go he is geographically regional culturally regional sexually regional racially (laughs) regional and even possibly politically regional (laughs) unless you are a white male heterosexual southwestern republican it is unlikely you will connect (laughs) which is not entirely inaccurate
1: but you know I've yet to talk I've talked to a lot of dudes that love the that love the movie, and that really enjoy the book, but I've yet to meet a single woman who likes "No Country for Old Men," uh, book or the the movie.
0: I would agree with that. <laughs> My wife
1: fucking
2: hates it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> If she walks into the room and I'm watching it, she will ask me to change it. Or she'll just go get in the car and leave.
0: I got uh, I got my girlfriend to watch it one time, and she loved. I won't say she loved it. She tolerated it all the way uh, out till the end, and then uh, once it ended rather abruptly, as you know, uh-huh. she uh, she'd had enough of it. I think. I I mean, I, it's probably top five movies of all time for me, and the book is—is is, ranks up there as well. Yeah,
2: like sure. I said, I watch it every single Christmas, and this year I had to watch it on my
1: laptop with my headphones because she's not.
0: She <laughs> didn't want it around. Let me see what else this...
1: Got to keep traditions alive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, back, back to the negative review according to McCarthy, there is little value from men in talk, and typically male dialogue goes something like this. You ever been East of Waco? Nope, you, yep, he said in spat. Spitting is <laughs> common and seems to serve as punctuation for the absolute disdain for which the spitter holds speech communication.
2: I don't see a problem.
0: <laughs> Some of the other comments I liked were... uh the one-star reviews were griping about Amazon packaging. This is why you go to Barnes & Noble. Shout-out oh.
1: to Barnes & Noble. <laughs> no, free sponsors. They, no free No ads. Yeah. They shut down the <laughs> one Twenty-five <under us>. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's now an Aldi. Oh, yeah. You I told believe me that. It's going to be the biggest Aldi on Earth. Man, this thing's huge.
0: Let's see. This comment points out that somebody bought the book to better understand the movie, which probably didn't help since they're a perfect match just
2: about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is probably why they left a one-star review. They dropped $40 on all of it and then
1: <laughs> made no <laughs> yeah i't I this book is one of my favorites as well i I just like how it it gets to business right away you get to know who the villain is right off the bat yeah you don't have
0: to waste a lot of time with it no, oh no and
1: there's that, nothing,
2: there's <laughs> that scene in the movie is just it just it gets you straight in the heart <laughs> it's right. so what When he's choking
0: the guy yeah, <laughs> it's in I my book. My, hey.
2: yeah. <laughs> I had to. Uh, I put that as my background on my phone just for a while, just to piss off my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that face. Yeah, that's,
1: <laughs> that's pretty
2: good. Uh, speaking of other internet things, I noticed the other day on, when I was uh, wasting my life what, reading Buzzfeed lists. They had a list of best movie scenes, and the number one one was Sugar fucking with that guy at the gas station. What list was this? Some BuzzFeed list about the best movie scenes.
1: Oh, man, and that was in the top? Yeah, number one. That, that's awesome. For how many people hate the movie to have that up there? Yeah. That's yeah. pretty incredible. But. So. That, you know, I want to know how he obtained that, the stun gun. Yeah. Because it kind of came out of <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> he started popping people with it. <laughs> it cra- it, it kind of cracks me up. But I just wanted to do that to locks all the time. <laughs> right. <Lock it> <laughs> all right that, that's a hell of a hell of a deal right there but i like i like how he made him get away from the <laughs> he had to get away from boo i like i like how sugar made made the the driver in that in the one scene get away from the car he says i just didn't want <laughs> you to get blood on it <laughs> i was like man that is cold blooded." yeah that is
0: cold. Yeah. Can you get the get the chickens out of the truck?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Digging your own grave. Yeah. Before we shoot you.
0: <laughs> One. Uh, so the the book that actually turned me into a reader, I think, is All the Pretty Horses, which we should cover on here sometime. By Cormac yeah. as well
1: i know I actually it's a road I mean, yeah the road the
0: road's a good one that's a have, good easy
1: read as well and a,
0: an entertaining one
1: i read that work one night. but have y'all seen the movies
0: <laughs> value added right there
1: no i can't <laughs> ever
0: find the find the movie. A-
1: you know, there's literally only five words said in the entire movie. But oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd make it through that. I'm um, over-exaggerating, of course, but... That's what it oh. feels like. So there's only three uh, words. Under, under-exaggerating. <laughs> How's that Evan? Uh, and... It, it, it's a lot action. stronger now. It, I mean, it hits you more now than, than back in college. That's for sure. Oh. It would be sick. I just can In can't.
0: the morning after.
2: <laughs> we used to go buy pints of that, and we couldn't justify buying two or a fifth or anything like <laughs> But after we finished the pint, we could justify going and buying another pint. and So we'd make right. trips a day to the liquor <laughs> store. <laughs> Spending five bucks five times with better
1: yeah. than spending five bucks on a handle. That is just getting a good, good bottle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, but, but what's a good bottle? I mean, what what's Jim Beam? Is that the next step up? Like ba- Basil Hayden is my Evan? favorite. Right there. Oh,
0: from the next step up from Evan. Yeah, I don't know something that something that Another comes ringin'? in something that comes in a glass bottle would be a good <laughs> step up.
1: Well, you know why
2: I, I have a bottle of Evans, single barrel. It's actually not that oh. bad. Oh, I think it's sixteen bucks a bit.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember in you know, college going to Stevenville and getting Evan Williams, and then just waking up in my dorm room the next morning, like <laughs> could have just stayed in, and I would not remember just as much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those were some long drives, right yeah. there, my man. <laughs> but they seem to go by so fast. I oh, do no.
0: Miracle know. <laughs> they all got completed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> it's a miracle. We made it when, when, uh, getting there and making it to the restroom inside. Cause right. <laughs> the lines at city limits were so long. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to city
0: limits. That'll be 25 cents, please. I think they
1: shut down. I think there's something else.
0: (laughs) They needed to be shut down.
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) Probably. (laughs)
2: probably. Our home is now a church. The Midnight
1: Rodeo. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Rest in peace. Yeah. Brother, (laughs) I've been there. (laughs) (laughs)
2: So Barry, what type of bourbon are you going to bring next week? Uh, not
0: Evan Williams, I can tell
2: you that. <laughs>
1: well, hey, it's listen. pretty pretty
0: safe bet to either be to either be <laughs> Bullet or Basil Hayden with me. I might go get a, I might go get some kind of boutique bourbon just to piss you off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Indiana's finest. Yeah. <laughs> Diluted with Rocky Mountain water.
0: John is a uh, John is a bourbon. I don't even really know what the word is. Uh, but he'll call asshole. you out. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, like, that's
1: finassle. <laughs> you buy a,
0: buy a bourbon that says bottled in Utah, he'll make make sure you know that it wasn't actually made in Utah. <laughs> Go, See, to so, that.
1: Go into that a little bit. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious now. I, I gotta know.
2: <laughs> There's a distillery in Indiana that's Uh a which you would call a contract manufacturer Uh, you order up any of their different blends or styles high rye um high wheat whatever and they'll send it to you they'll bottle it for you they'll even label it for you and you can put your own brand on it i Uh thought about doing it myself
0: (laughs) but it's it's all the same bourbon
2: it's all
1: the same it's just different labels yeah i mean
2: they call it craft and a lot of bourbon companies, or distiller, distilleries with quotes, use it to get started while they are aging their own bourbon. But, the <laughs> man, oh, ooh, man, this is dude. cool. Yeah. Outlaw bourbon. Oh, that's cool. And it's all just right. bottled in Tennessee.
1: So you're telling me, if I go into the liquor store, like a Total Wine, and I see just all these different bottles of of bourbon the odds of them coming from the same place are pretty good yeah unless is it's what you're saying
2: wild turkey jim beam jack damn buffalo trace buffalo trace has a bunch of different ones that they distill themselves but... yeah There's...
0: buffalo buffalo trace uh is joe rogan's favorite bourbon non-special occasion bourbon Shout out to Joe Rogan and other inspirations for the podcast. <laughs> With Buffalo Trace. Yeah. I've got a pretty good Instagram page.
2: <laughs> that's surprising because their website sucks. <laughs> it's good. Well, they're putting all their resources
0: into the Instagram page.
2: Yeah. The website was made in like 1995.
1: Hasn't been updated since. They probably, that's good enough. Move on. Where where they brew or not? Where do they distill that? They're in Shelby.
2: They're not in Shelbyville. They're in Kentucky, between Lexington and Louisville. Lexington, Louisville. Maybe that's we ought to find us
1: a race up in that part of the world. We tried to. Let's go. Let's go. We gotta put. We just gotta commit to one. That's the thing. (sighs)
0: I gotta, I gotta get my ass out to run more than two miles before I commit to anything. <laughs> I probably spent, I probably spent five hundred dollars on races the last year, and I hadn't showed up <laughs> to the dang one of them.
1: Barry over here has a half marathon in just under six <laughs> weeks. <laughs> has logged twenty five training miles.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jared, Jared knows my numbers. Better than I <laughs>
2: That's just under two half marathons.
0: <laughs> I'm uh I'm gonna I'm relying on the Mickey Mantle gene for that. That's
1: one. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was cracking me up on uh, that video I sent y'all last night.
1: <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I only had one and a half glasses of wine last night. I was like, oh, well, it was bottles, but it was good.
1: It was good red wine. I don't know, even know if I can drink red wine. I don't...
0: It's my uh, getting to be my second favorite thing to drink.
1: Makes your mouth all dry. Nah. You got to chase it. No,
0: you got to get stuff that's not <laughs> in a plastic bottle, dude. I'm
1: just. Kidding. It
0: does not matter what the.
1: Hey, listen. I was always told that beverages that come in plastic bottles are top shelf because when they fall, they don't break. Well, that's that is a good <laughs> argument. <laughs> I learned that from Andrew Holley. Yeah, there wouldn't be anywhere
0: else to learn it from. <laughs> If I knew if he'd ever read a book i'd I'd say we need to get him on the show <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah well <clears throat> you know I got a message from him the other day and in the background was uh I don't know. He he might surprise you. I think it was like NPR or something. So he might be I'm, I'm not I'm not saying he, there's a connection to NPR and Booker. <laughs> <laughs> He's all at, all enlightened now. Be, man. <laughs> <laughs> or it could have been Rush Limbaugh. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's it. I know complete opposites, but I only heard a glimpse of it. Yeah. It was talk radio, I'll just say that.
0: Yeah. Could have been Dave Ramsey too.
1: This is the Dave Ramsey Show. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. Shout out.
0: That'll be 25 cents, Dave. <laughs> yeah,
2: instead of no free advertisements, we'll just bill them. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight's episode right. is brought to you by Wild Turkey 101. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> they
2: don't know it yet, but they're the, our presenting sponsor. <laughs>
1: Oh man, I'm racking it up now. You guys got any closing thoughts?
0: Books,
2: bourbon, bullshit. Oh, I know. Let me tell you about this bourbon real quick. Okay. <laughs> Let's this hear is it. Jimmy Russell's finest. It's uh, Russell's Reserve, made in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, like I said. It is <laughs> not cold filtered. So it still has the fatty acids in it. So when you drink uh, it, it leaves a little film in your mouth. And it's just so wonderful.
1: It's what does the film ride. do? What does the film do?
2: It just makes your mouth feel different than a normal bourbon would. It just feels slick.
1: So I need to get... Good. All right. I, I, you, you need to send me a list because I'm, I'm a more of a beer guy. but Beer's allowed to, on the
0: show uh, as well.
1: It is? I, yeah. No one told me that. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't.
0: All, I start with uh, Any any uh, <laughs> any general any libations are allowed. Oh <laughs> well, hell yeah! But, but. Jared, do you want to do you want to describe the flavor profile of Evan Williams to us while you've got it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I could, I could you, try. I could try, <laughs> but it wouldn't be a very good job. <laughs> I'm sure John could go off of memory.
0: Probably.
1: <laughs> tastes like <bomb. laughs>
0: I couldn't tell you so, what, I taste, what it tastes like, but I could tell you if I took a sip of it, I would know it was Evan Williams the second <laughs> it hit my lips. I did a... Well, after the after the m the marathon to marathon, shout out, Dave's uh-huh. Hotel, <laughs> uh, drinking that Keystone Light, I was like, holy <laughs> shit, that brings back some memories. <laughs>
1: Man, uh, <laughs> they had they had those tall, they had the tall boys there too, yeah. which was nice. So Man, had I know. Cold.
0: Had I known they had those over there, I would have been downright hammered drunk probably by the time I <laughs> got that, man.
1: Dude, yeah, I am surprised you didn't already have one in your hand. Well, I
0: didn't know they were over there.
1: Hey, maybe that's the race we should just look forward to. That's a good race, man. That was fun. That was a time. John, get trained up. We're doing a marathon You're best.
2: and when uh when we went can i be one of those wheelchairs that you push
1: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) man when we uh when we went down there in november we uh we drove in from the way that the race comes in on and that that 26 mile point man it's a that where the race starts is a kind of a grueling area out there
1: dude but listen i'm telling what because he's basically starting the dark like the sun like the light is just kind of peeking over the mountains but after a while after i think like five miles and he start coming over the the range into the valley yeah it looked like it looked like the scene from Forrest gump dude the, <laughs> it was so beautiful that's the one thing I'll, I'll never forget about like it was just so beautiful with the shadows coming over the mountains and the sunshine
0: Got some yeah, light sunrise it'll Who was great. it some lady was saying Oh that's a good race If you can get over how flat it is
1: Yeah it, oh <laughs> man that.
0: It's like he hadn't been somewhere flat If you think it's flat out here <laughs> yeah. I have to drive I have to drive down there to get a hill <laughs> yeah,
2: she's Would you say that been it's no country long. For old men out there
0: Yeah I would I actually, when I watched the movie last weekend, I was trying to see if I recognized any of the, any spots. Did you? I, I think a lot of it was filmed over more towards Marfa, oh, which I'm not, it? I'm not as familiar with that, that direction.
2: And most of it was filmed in New Mexico though, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, in Las Vegas. We're all great, all great to, uh, well, Longmire was filmed there too.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> another great show.
0: Yep, that'll be twenty-five cents Netflix.
1: <laughs> Jared, you got any closing thoughts? Uh, I think I've left all my thoughts out there for the show. All right, Evan what Williams. About, what about Evan Williams?
0: All? Took them from you. John already gave his. I want to do a. Shout out to my brother. He sent me a set of playing cards. uh, Bicycle bourbon playing cards. 808 proof. Bottled in Kentucky. (laughs) On the back it says, there's an old Kentucky proverb that says, keep your friends close and your bourbon closer.
1: I like that. You better keep those cards handy. Yeah. They're going to be... Good luck. Don't put it Every recording. Don't put those cards in your pocket. Yeah. (laughs) You might lose it. At least that's what he says in the book. Yeah. (laughs) That
0: ain't no ordinary coin. All right. Well, thanks, guys. We'll see you all uh, next time.
1: All right, then. Adios.
0: You for listening to this episode of the Bourbon Bookshelf Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Until next time, you can support us by liking us on Instagram at Bourbon underscore bookshelf and by subscribing to and reviewing the podcast. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Bourbon Bookshelf Podcast. Our aim with this show is to encourage people to read widely, enjoy good beverages in moderation get outside and have good conversations. We hope we can meet this goal while serving as good company for you, the listener. Don't forget to check out our website, bourbonbookshelf.com, where you can find links to purchase any of the books we have covered on this show. We do receive very minor financial compensation if you purchase through the Amazon affiliate links, which we will use to continue to grow the show and keep it ad-free. If you enjoy the show, please let us know by subscribing to and reviewing the show telling your friends, and following us on Instagram. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider making a small monthly donation to help us to continually improve the show. You can find the link to do this in the show notes for this episode on our website or on our Instagram page at bourbon underscore bookshelf. Thank you, and we'll talk to you soon.